Welcome to Talking Heads on USA Global TV, starring the one and only wonderful Dr. Jacqueline. It's a prestigious place where world-class influencers and experts meet, and where you'll find the most trusted advisors and coaches for all things in life and business. Visit usaglobaltv.com to sign up for our newsletter, get the value you need, and be first in line to learn about events and giveaways and other valuable content. Connect with us. Email Dr. Jacqueline at usaglobaltv.com to talk about how you can become part of USA Global TV. That's USA Global TV, where the doctor is always in. Welcome to USA Global TV and Radio. I'm Dr. Jacqueline Kerbeck, and we are coming to you live from our Boca Raton, Florida, and the United States studio. Thanks to those of you who reached out the two-day journey that was really memorable and uh, left an impression. So we had, my mother and I had a few things we had to deal with, and I thank you for your texts, your emails, and for just reaching out. We made it safely, yay. Our show today is a woman's prerogative, and our topic is I'm Every Woman. And some of you may be familiar with the song by Shaka Khan, I'm Every Woman. What does it mean? I don't know, we're gonna find out. Today, joining me are two fabulous women from different parts of the world. Let's welcome Mariska Dupree, who already knows how we're going to be doing today because it's tomorrow where she is in New Zealand. Hello, Mariska. <laughs> Hello. Yes, and indeed. Um, hopefully, I haven't seen everything. Um, I'm, maybe I have missed the show, which is really bad. So this is going to be a first for me, too. Yeah. Well, I think maybe in addition to being a transformational and leadership coach, you actually could be clairvoyant and just tell people what they can expect in the next 24 hours since you're already ahead of us. It's yeah. possible. Yeah. It, yeah. it is very possible. It is looking bright and sunny. And I know that if maybe your environment is not looking bright and sunny, at least inside, it's going to be bright and sunny. So we are Definitely. set for a good show. We are. I'm super excited. <laughs> and joining us is a special guest, a dear friend, Dr. Madeline Chan. I don't know how much I can say about her in the limited amount of time that we have, but she is also transformative in so many ways. She literally brings the voice out of you. Let's welcome her to the program. Hi. Hi. Hi, Dr. Jacqueline. Hi, Mariska. Hey. I love the settings of this evening's mood. Look at it. It's like these beautiful oranges and sultry and ooh, it empowering women big time. <laughs> the sensuality of women. Put it that way. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Sexuality. That's a whole other show, a whole other time. Yeah. But um, I like the way you're going with that. So, Dr. Chan, a question I have for yeah. you when you, you just mentioned sultry, sexuality, this background. Yes. When yeah. you think about environment and you think about being a woman, how important are your surroundings to your mood? That's a good question. That is really a good question. Mm, the surroundings in relation to the importance of a woman. Um, I honestly feel that um, there's a lot of people that, a lot of women that put so much on the outer reality of their surroundings and do not put as much 
on their inner reality. And um, I feel that, yeah, um, outer reality is the way that we're brought up how we're supposed to look or how the media, you know, that supermodel that's on the cover of a magazine. Obviously, you're not going to look like her because she's been photoshopped. She's been taken inches off her body. She's been made to look perfect. And we are not perfect on the outside. But the inside, we are perfection. That's... Mm -hmm. <laughs> Good answer. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm going to go over to you, Mariska. How important are your surroundings, your environment, to your frame of mind? I think surroundings, even though we try for it not to have an impact, um, it still do, right? So if I see sunshine outside, it lifts my mood. Um, if it is cloudy outside, maybe I might not feel as bright inside either. Although it is our aim to basically go from the inside out and not from the outside in, our external environment still has an impact to some degree. Um, and getting to understand how to live from the inside out, as Dr. Chan has mentioned, is, I think, a lifelong journey because it's not the easiest thing to be doing. Very true, I, very true. Good yeah. points by both of you. Very Thank good. you. Yeah, I, I'll share this with you. If you may recall from the last time I was in Florida, it's completely dark in here. It's pitch black. And I'm in part of a room, whereas in New Jersey, I have this gorgeous studio that overlooks the bay. And so I, you know, I just got back here and I just found myself thinking, well, I'm in pitch darkness, except for these lights. I have to find the beautiful sun within because at the end of the day, I will be able to go outside. It is magnificent outside, but I haven't been out. So I feel like we still have to find the joy, find the sunlight within regardless of our surroundings but they definitely can have a very big impact on our mood i i agree with you dr jacqueline let's find our golden sun's presence within yes mm -hmm. i love the that. golden sun's presence because it's strange that we're talking about that because look at the background it's like a, a golden sun it's a golden mm -hmm. color so isn't it amazing how it's in relation to it it's um and you know what the way i look at it okay you say you're in a dark room but but the spotlight is on you so you are the lightest the bright light in that room so wow, you're, that you, was you heavy <laughs> i don't know i just got it it's Sometimes. i think that's yeah i appreciate you know it's funny just a, a truism yeah. when the intro starts playing and we hear Alcini saying, the wonderful Dr. Jacqueline. I say to myself, yeah, who is that? <laughs> because I feel like a witch right now. <laughs> Sometimes we're like that though, right? Like yeah. the title, I'm every woman. And yes. I feel like for me, just being honest, 
getting my mom down here for the two-day drive with the two blowout tires, the blown out shock, unpacking the car, setting up the studio. Like it's just so much stuff. And you have to just keep putting on hats and keep going. But at the same time, as a human, you feel it. You know, you yeah. feel yeah. that you're being pushed and you're being tested. I, I totally agree with you. We, we are in those times of being tested. The masks are falling off. You know, exactly. Because there's so many women that um, protect themselves in that mask and there's no need to, but it's what they've known and what they're accustomed to and what they're familiar with. So take the, the masks are coming off and we are taking back. 2023, we are taking back our power. That doesn't necessarily mean our outer power that's our inner we're taking back our power so where we've given our power out to someone who has because everything is energy so a woman empowerment is taking back her power because i i'd like to talk to something about about the negative the negative side of a woman's empowerment that's quite interesting what is the negative side, um, the opposite of a woman's empowerment? Because many women fall into this. It, it, I myself have fallen into this. Would you describe this as victimhood or something else? No, not, not, not victimhood. More about how women like to compete with each other it's silly mm -hmm. it's absolutely ridiculous no matter what it stands for like the community or the organization women naturally have to compete with each other not all women but a lot of them a lot a lot of women are worse than men in some cases so I, I don't know. I don't know. What, what, what are your thoughts about that, Mariska, with, you know, the negative side? It's, it's interesting. I think to a degree, I think sometimes because we don't stand strong enough in ourselves, we have this tendency to swing the pendulum either way too much to the one side or way too much to the other side. And bringing in things that's not really supposed to be there. Um, I saw a advert for, I think it's a movie that's coming out um, about the, the king, the woman king. And then I was thinking, why, why would you want to do that? To me, in my brain, it doesn't make sense. One, there's a name for it. It's called a queen, right? <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's number one. Number two, if you are standing in your power as a female, right, why do you want to have a piece on there that says male? It, my, my brain couldn't quite comprehend it. I mean, if we... We have both entities within us. 
right? And yes. if you are balanced, that's where you're supposed to be. You're supposed to be in that balanced state. And I don't care whether your body is male or female. Yeah. You as a as a being, you're supposed to be in that balanced state. That's that's where we yeah. are striving to get to. So I think sometimes we we misplace that. We we swing too far to either end, and then these things come up. And for myself, I have been in, in environments where unfortunately ladies feel competition with each other and they get really nasty really nasty and i didn't see the the whole intention of it because if you do that everybody's brought down right instead of rising the ocean so that you rise all the ships type of philosophy yeah. so that's my point that, of view that, that is a really I love yeah to hear that. i do yeah I do. So how, I want to throw a question yeah. out there for the two yeah. of you, which I'd love to have you comment on. Is it possible that the the viewpoint is that a king has more power than a queen, perception-wise? That is a good question. Well, the late Elizabeth, even though she was... Um, a queen and Queen Elizabeth I as well, they were just as powerful as a king in those days where they took more notice of a male energy, male embodiment rather than a female embodiment. Um, but these days I think it's changed. These days I, it's... It's a very interesting question. I need to like think about this a little bit more. Mariska. I'm working things out in my head. I'm working. Well, it while out. you're thinking about that, I'm going to throw something else out there. One of my favorite movies, it's a very long movie. It's called Cleopatra. Have you seen it with Elizabeth Taylor? Oh, oh yes, with, with Richard Burton. Oh, Ooh, the chemistry between it. those two. Oh, the I chemistry was amazing. And her waist was like a 18 or something is unbelievable yeah. but she was a queen <laughs> and she was very powerful right yes. she was still recognized yes. but i don't know that she was considered to be as powerful as a king i don't know see and that's where i sometimes mm. think people how do we define power good question right how do we because I have seen the Iron Lady, for instance, right? She was powerful. Uh, and the Iron Lady is Margaret Thatcher. Is yes. that right? Of the, yes. the, the UK. Okay. Yeah. There's, there is so many people within history, even within our society today, right? We, you can see it, and it shows up in different ways. It's almost almost the same as um, being charismatic. We, we have different examples of people being charismatic and they're not all the same charismatic, right? They're not all the same type of charismatic. So we have the same thing with people that shows this power. And I think 
the for me the place that it starts is inside mm. having That's, that internal yeah. conviction yeah. that internal i don't necessarily have all the answers but i know who i am i agree with you mariska but i all adding to this i also believe that it's a mind shift as well mm -hmm. a mind shift in the way that we have to understand that we all are unique and different and we all carry a different energy and therefore everyone is essential everyone all these uh, women that are all in this corporate events or even um, mm -hmm. i used to do um uh, birmingham motor shows and that uh, a long while ago you know promotions the amount of of can i say this bitching bitching Mm -hmm. and i don't censored, normally say censored sorry okay censored okay the amount of <laughs> of um discordant energies discordant energy that they threw out at each other and then the masks that they that they wear and it women we've we've you know the way that we did the burning of the bra, and we had to do this because we had to prove in the, the in in those years in that time that women were a strong mod, a strong model. They were seen; they needed to be seen instead of just behind the doors. Mm -hmm. So we've gone full circle, but the problem isn't with the men and women. Okay, it is when it comes to domestic violence and abuse. That's a completely mm -hmm. different. So, but the problem is with the women. The women have too much male energy, imbalance. Yeah. And it's causing uh, an, an imbalance. It's, it's causing them to have conflict of e ego. Their egos are, are tripping. Their egos are like way up high Richter scale stuff. <laughs> and it's like, we've got to bring them back to the heart. Women yeah. have to go back into their heart space because if you're in your heart space, you don't you don't um, have those thoughts of that lower vibration. Be the the lower vibration is when you're emanating from your ego and your ego heart. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, exactly. Which, which is a, a a construed of male energy, really, because the true feminine energy is in alignment with the soul. And when you do things from your heart and your soul, the ego cannot even enter that. It's a closed door, it's closed. So when so, you think about the ego and you mm, think about the evolution of women and mm, our title today, I'm Every Woman, let's mm, just speak from ourselves. So yeah. how have you evolved as every woman what does that mean to you today versus what maybe it meant when you were younger um when i was younger i would be i would do everything what everyone said i had no confidence and um so i wasn't every woman um i did follow the magazines and the way that media was at that time trying to be what the media wanted you to be type of thing but I think 
I Am Every Woman is exactly what Mariska was talking about, about awakening within, awakening to that power within and using that power within and applying it out to your, your, to, your, to your world. Then you become I'm every woman. But every I'm every woman is different for everybody. But one thing that we do have, all of us as humanity, I'm every woman is when our balanced feminine energy and our mayor is balanced. The feminine energy is balanced. So then we are I'm every woman. Look, so if we go woo, woo, and then man, woo, and then man. So why is it that we're called a woman, woo, man? We are there to woo men. Thank you very much. Wow. Old programming. Wow. Old programming. <laughs> Download <laughs> moment. <laughs> wow. Okay. That, that is so interesting. And biologically speaking, it's actually the other way around. So if we look at ourselves yeah. biologically, right, on, at, at our bodies, at our yeah. physical bodies, the blueprint is of the female body. I mean, there's no biological reason why men need to have nipples. What do they do yeah. with it? Nothing. It's on your chest. Great. Yeah. We need them. <laughs> right? But they don't. Yeah. Exactly. So if, if we had a male blueprint, we would have had to add stuff to yeah. become female. And yet all the language, all the language goes <laughs> from a male's point <laughs> instead of it's it is so interesting how biologically we we actually one one part we we showing up as one part and yet our language shows up so different it i it, to enhance that even more mariska this is fantastic also because earth she is a feminine earth mm -hmm. is feminine and earth gives birth so women are the only ones to give birth yeah. so we would have a feminine blueprint we have to and yeah. and with men i'm uh, that's quite a the only thing i can think of the you know I, I don't actually know about the men's blueprint but i didn't know i didn't know that it was a feminine blueprint but the understanding is because earth we are part of earth and she's she is a she She's a she and she energy. She, she gives birth. She. So we are the um, privileged, really. If you think about it, women, woman is um, privileged. So men should woo over woman, not the other way around. <laughs> you know, it's interesting. <laughs> We had the men's show right before this and we produced it. And yeah. the topic was how women start to dominate a man's life. <gasps> oh, that is it. Oh, I'll have to watch. Oh, my gosh. I didn't know. Oh, that is interesting. <laughs> so when you think about I'm every woman and you think about the woman you are today versus who you've been in the past, have you ever 
felt like or been told that you dominated a man's life? For example, maybe it started out subtly. I've done this. It's like you meet a guy and you think to yourself, he would be perfect if, and it starts with his clothing. I know I can get him to change his entire wardrobe. <laughs> and it starts that way. And then it just Oh my God. Have you ever had that where you were dominating a man's life, telling him what to do, picking out things for him and, and so on? Yeah, I kind of went into the role of being a mother because maybe he wanted to go out with a mothering type. Mothering type is when um, it's almost like um, they're rough and you need to polish them and you need to help them to bring out their confidence. And um, and this person, he was intelligent. Well, it was actually my ex-husband, to be honest. <laughs> and um, I... <laughs> And his wardrobe was not that great. In fact, he didn't really care about his appearance. And so um, when we were going out, I helped him to uh, come out of himself. I mean, you know, cl um, clothes-wise, you know, image. So um, I helped him to get confident. And I found myself nagging, nagging a lot. It's, was he a nudist? Um, um, not so, well, he believed in nudist anyway, whereas I didn't, I was a bit prim, really. No, he just, um, he just wasn't fashionable. It was, it was just like big sweaters and just uh, big dock boots and just scraggy hair and typical professor type of thing you know and he had so much more but he focused more about his intelligence rather than his actual nurturing and care and he says you know i can't have clothes that what's clothes going to do you know or what's got the image going to do you need intelligence a mind that's going to change the world you know it was so um so then I started mothering him and I started to help him. But I don't know if that's kind of mothering. I don't, yeah, I think it is in a way. I, 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 I helped him. Yeah. So I was trying to make him be something that he didn't want to be. And there, the de there, and he was trying to make me be something that I didn't want to be. Sounds like a perfect relationship mm. for a divorce. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> that's exactly what we did in four months we got married and within four months we were <gasps> divorced wow yeah yeah wow. that quick yeah yeah it's uh <laughs> lessons in life yeah it doesn't I, work I, I, it doesn't work so mariska what about you you are married and we don't have to talk about your husband maybe before your husband did you ever mother someone or did you ever become dominant in terms of demand it doesn't have to be a bad thing i don't yeah. think i think on the men show it was no. basically it wasn't a good thing but i don't know. I, I think it depends on see for me what madeline mentioned around um wanting to change the other person into something they don't even want to be right that becomes bad because the other person doesn't want to be that I'm not helping them or enhancing who they are. So 
my, I won't, I won't say it's mothering, it's more supporting in the way that I've applied it um, in the sense that I will support you to do and be more of yourself, whatever that might look like, right? So I don't want to change you because if I want to change you, why the hell am I in right. this relationship? I'm, I'm sorry. It's just I don't see the point. I don't see the point of being in a relationship with somebody that I want to have be someone else. Then I'll rather go and look for that someone else. <laughs> to me, Listen, that's easier than changing the person. I appreciate that, but I, I do want to add something, and this might sound really shallow, but so one of my things, and you know, I've been alone for a long time now, but one of my things was if you don't have nice feet, why are you showing your toes with your toe jams? I mean, I don't want to see them. I don't think anyone else wants to see them. So I would say, listen, if you're not going to take care of your feet, wear closed-toed shoes. Why are you wearing flip Like, it's it's a no. It's a hard no on every level. I'm doing a community service in this area. So would you agree or not agree? I would say it on the environment. If they're going to a black tie event with flip-flops, that might not be appropriate. If they're going to the beach and they want to have flip-flops on, you know what? Um, what if they have jams? Where are they going with it? To the I'm beach. They're going to the beach. To the beach. They're gnarly with hanging toenails. I, I think it's a no. Yeah. It's, I would prefer that you take care of yourself. And the, the only reason, right, that I would prefer you take care of yourself is so other people won't be scared away by you. Because I know what a lovely, intelligent person you are inside. And unfortunately, in the world we live in, most people judge a book by its cover. Mm -hmm. And if its cover has nasty toenails and might be smelly, we will most probably not get close to the book, right? So how will we discover <laughs> oh, anything um, about the book? <laughs> Yeah. I don't even think exactly. it's a public library. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> it's, right? it's, uh, <laughs> Dr. Chair, what are your thoughts? This is toe jammed completely. This, this door is jammed completely. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> um, I think that unfortunately, a lot of people, I, I myself in the past, I neglected my feet. I, you know, it, I don't know. It's just that. You just don't think of your feet. People think of the top part of the, but you know, but not the actual feet. And it's only when summer happens and you get your strappy sandals out. That's like, oh my gosh, I've got to pay attention to the feet. Um, or if you practice yoga. Or if you yeah. practice, oh, well, I think that if you practice yoga, then you're in the practice of doing self-nurturing and looking after your body, your body parts, your body. You I've know. seen yeah. some toe jams in yoga, believe me. Oh, God. Oh, God. No. <laughs> How do you cope? <laughs> Namaste, friends. Namaste. <laughs> People will definitely know about your toe jam now. 
your top job anxiety. In, in all seriousness, though, when so when we think about being a woman, okay, I'm every yeah. woman. Is it possible yeah. to be every woman? Because there's that competitive nature, or is it I'm my own woman? What about that? What if Shaka Khan sang that song? I'm my own woman. I'm my own woman. Well, unfortunately, at that time when she wrote it, it was about um, you know bigger the better the that type of bigger than life. So I'm every woman. I'm you know I represent the women. That's what she's saying. I'm every woman. Um, but I, I agree. I agree. It needs to change. That title uh, needs to change because it's not applicable now. Yeah. We can't apply that because otherwise it, it, um, it provokes, enhances the ego of a woman. I'm every ego. It's all in me. <laughs> Sorry. You heard it here, a new version of the song, live. I love your ego. <laughs> That's exactly what it is, though. When these, when too many people have too much, the ego, so they are every ego. They, are, you know, and, and, yeah, we need a new title. Exactly, Dr. Jacqueline, we need a new title for that song when she's not every woman. Yeah. Okay. I have a counterpoint. Ooh, yeah. Let's hear it. Um, thinking about the universe, right? We all have stardust in us. So from that point of view, each one of us, whether we are physically, body-wise, male or female, are every woman because we are all interconnected. We have a little bit of yeah. it in each one of us. Um, how it comes out is, of course, a different story, how it manifests and how it shows up. But the essence, the seed of it, the yeah. building block, so to speak, I think we all carry it in us. And not only as the human species, but also in other um, things, so in the animals, on in the planet, Right. We have all got that nurturing potential, that growing, that creating. I mean, if we think of the planet Earth keeping us safe, right, sprouting life, is that not what we do as a species too? Whether you are male or female or whether you uh, relate in any, any other way to it, you still create. Yeah. So how is that for a different point of view? <laughs> Very nice. Point yeah. counterpoint. That is a great counterpoint. <laughs> Getting us to I mean, think. On a collective human consciousness, yes. Yes, the higher consciousness we are. And the thing is, it's love that is the essential key to the universe, love. So love is a feminine, divine feminine energy. So in that respect, yeah, I am every woman. You know, but I still don't understand why this woo and then man, 
When was this word invented? When was this word woman? Weren't we as lady? Mm -hmm. Weren't we known as ladies? Mm -hmm. Goddesses. Goddesses in ancient time. Goddesses. Now, wait, here's a question. Is every woman a lady? Ooh. <sighs> oh. Meaning? Yeah. Good well, if you think about a lady, what is a lady? She's proper. She's yeah. mannerly. She's mm -hmm. kind. Yeah. She carries herself a certain way. She's gracious. Yeah. Is every woman a lady? No. No. Because if that's no. man, if that's mannerism, that's mannerism, though, isn't it? A lady is a lady that. Yeah, as the, what you were mentioning, grace, she carries herself, she's manners. So, but there are some women that do not have that balance and they're too much uh, male energy. So therefore, they won't reach the lady within them until they connect with their feminine energy and they then have the potential to become the lady all right because, you thank know, you for that mariska do you have a counterpoint i see you thinking She's um, like, hmm. I, i'm i'm wondering so we have lady and gentleman right and i think the same point applies whether you are a lady or a gentle so gentleman is a gentle man and I cannot say that every man that I know is necessarily a gentle, gentle. man. Yeah, I, because that's a good not. point. No, and is it fair to say that ladies, ladies and gentlemen are a subset of women and men? Or is there an intersection? You know, if you have the circles intersecting, is there an intersection between women and ladies and men and gentlemen? It's very deep and we only have a minute and a half left. So this is true. We need to carry this conversation. Oh, yes. oh I, that, that's too deep. <laughs> yeah, I, this is I that's, That is a deep, that's a comprehensive, that's, mm -hmm. I've never thought about lady, and woman and gentleman and oh. I will almost say that it's an elevated state of being. By the it's way, bizarre. I just want to throw this out there because I think this is really important. Yeah. Desiree Richardson, who is one of our panelists, she yeah. has the woman of heart awards and the gentleman of hard awards. It's not the man of hard yeah. awards and it's not the lady of hard awards. So we have woman and woman. gentleman. Yes. Do you see so where I'm going? That's interesting that woman. she decided on it that way. Woman of hard awards versus man the of hard gentleman. awards. The gentleman, but the men that have a, a balanced, um, feminine energy because they're coming from their heart 
Oh, so they say. But yeah. I'm wondering whether that is Maybe. why she went for women and not ladies. That the 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 implication yeah. of lady might feel, and this is interesting, right? That it might feel more towards the feminine side, although in practicality, when I think about it, lady is equivalent to gentleman in my brain. Yeah, yeah, because so. yeah, because in in that the the, the period of um, Jane Eyre and the revolution, it was it was uh, when people caught each other. It was my lady. Mm -hmm. Oh, sir, madam, that's another one, sir and madam. It's who's a sir, who's a madam? Yeah, I think we need to continue this topic next week. Mm. That's yeah. a really interesting. Yeah. Um, it is an interesting topic. Let's do some research also, <laughs> each of us, and see what we can find out. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Maybe Perfect. we can like um, see if Dr. De uh, Dr. Desiree can come along as well because yeah, she should be on. Great. I think she's on every other week, so she'll be on next week, hopefully. So fantastic! This is great. I love this. Is a yeah. great conversation. Thank you so much, <laughs> Dr. Chan. How can people hmm. reach out to you and get a custom song, get some vocal lessons? Oh, Tell us more. Okay, um, if you want a custom song, then just go on to um, songsforyou.co.uk. Um, however, you can contact me personally, Madeline Carol Chan at gmail.com. That's M A D A L E N E C A R O L C H A N at gmail.com. I am a soul voice awakener, and uh, you can find me there. You can find me on Facebook as well, Dr. Madeline Chan. So, um, yeah, I want to hear from you. <laughs> Thank you so much. You can also find Dr. Chan tomorrow on the film and music show. And That's then right. We have the Talking Heads. On Talking so, Heads. Yes. Yeah. Super excited. Mariska, <laughs> tell us how people can get in touch with you and hire you for your services. Okay. So getting in touch with me, you can email me, Mariska at journey to the number two discover.com. Or alternatively, you can uh, visit my website, which is journey to, again, the number two, discover.com. Or link up with me via, literally, LinkedIn. And drop me a direct message in there stating that you saw me on USA Global TV and radio. Then at least I know where you're coming from. Um, and we can start a conversation. And of course, I am working with specialists and leaders moving up in their leadership journey. Fabulous. Brilliant. Thank you. Fabulous. And thank you to oh, our wow. audience, whether you're watching or listening. I'm actually watching the show on this other computer. We look pretty good. I'm just saying. So thank you, everybody. <laughs> That's our last show for today. <laughs> And it's a wrap. We will be back tomorrow with our regular schedule as usual. So thanks, everyone. Please do reach out to Mariska. Reach out to Dr. Chan. Go over to LinkedIn. Connect with them. They're very nice people. You'll be glad that you did. Thank you, everybody. Bye for now. Thank you. Bye. 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 See you next week.